So real quick, what do you consider a flop? Uh, is it as far as first week sales, second week, you know, any just the numbers game when it comes to your rappers? Now, just hear my take on it. I feel flopping is overused and just, you know, people use it to just disrespect or be hateful, whatever it may be. But I had a comment recently on John the, Johnny P's Caddy review, J. Cole, Benny the Butcher, and the Alchemist putting work on that shit. But to um, summarize it, J. Cole had a bar about reviving rap. And then my issue was that is, what do you mean reviving rap? You're rapping alongside Benny the Butcher who, you know, is part of Grisilda. And then I continue to go on the tangent, listening, listing Grisilda and other rappers who, you know, who are real rap on the lyrical side, the ones that are still rapping today, the new ones coming up, so on and so forth. And with that, we got, uh, I got a comment on the video that I was like, you know, I could keep commenting or I can make an episode about this. So the statement being the rap game is dying. So many people flop lately and how many rappers in 2010s are really remembered? So this is going to be split up into two sections. Uh, the first half, me talking about, you know, what I consider flopping, you know, addressing that. And then the second half being an artist's uh, rapper's shelf life and longevity. So when it comes to an artist flopping, I'll, I'll name some notable rappers here. I'm not going to go down dozens. But if we're talking about first week sales, I feel if you're dropping between 40-50% from your last project's sales, of course, that's a flop. So if we're talking about Meek Mill's expensive pain coming in at 95K first week when championships did 229K first week, yeah, that is a flop. That's over 50%. If we're talking about Roddy Rich's Live Life, uh, Live Life Fast that only sold 62, 62K first week after getting the box, after the box going diamond, after having multiple, you know, gold and platinum hits, being on the radio, everything right before this album dropped, that is worrisome. Because whether it's the album quality, marketing, marketing, you know, a lot of artists love to blame their marketing instead of the actual album. But, you know, it's, and sometimes it could it be the marketing, whatever. Something went wrong. Now, previously, uh, his previous album was sold 101K first week. So we got to, you know, two first week flops. Now, here's, here's one that everyone's saying he's flopping, but he's not. I don't believe he's flopped. Corday. Now, Corday, uh, Corday is the last boy in 2019. He sold 25K first week. Coming up. Fast forward 2022, we have from a bird's eye view selling just 20K. And this isn't a flop. It's weird because within, you know, those two years and some change, he's, you would assume he's only gotten bigger numbers wise for the first week, um, more time, more music, more recognition, appreciation, and then, you know, more time for the label to get the money right, get the rollout done right. But that wasn't the case. Now, even though it didn't pass the Lost Boy in first week sales, it isn't that far off. 25K to 20K. 20%. You could say 20%. Or am I the only one that's gauging my percentage? In all seriousness, 20%. It isn't crazy. 40, 50. It is a bit, you know, something to be cautious about. And it's also okay to fluctuate. Even if you're not going up all the time, if you're maintaining, I would say that 15, 20% range, you're doing all right. You're, you're successful if, you know, those are the numbers you're anticipating. But for me, if it isn't a crazy drop off, it ain't a flop. It definitely ain't a flop. And this is going to start going into, you know, how are they going to be going? How are they going to be doing second, third, fourth week? 
Because at the end of the day, you hear it already. It's not a sprint. It's a marathon. Longevity comes into play here. And Doja Cat's a great example. She didn't have crazy first week numbers, but Planet Her is already platinum. I think it's on its way to being double platinum. And if you look at the Billboard charts, it's like uh, a space or two behind of Certified Lover Boy every other week. Like either right behind it, might have even passed it, but in that range. And Drake, they be streaming. They be streaming Drake forever. Doja Cat, Planet Hurt, still streaming. Now, and I yes, I will argue she's a rapper. If we want to break down the numbers, she has more rapping bars and she just also knows how to sing pretty good. So where am I going with this? Into the second half of the statements that how many rappers in 2010s are really remembered? Not much. And I just, I feel that's a lazy statement. Just because how many rappers do you expect to be relevant a whole decade later? And just to break it down, we have hundreds of thousands, if not 10,000s of rappers uploading music every single day. Out of those hundreds and 10,000s, there's probably a couple hundred that you may know, whether they're in the underground, low-key, local. They're not mainstream yet. They're not backed by a major label. Out of those hundreds, we probably got dozens that are coming from, you know, that group to they're being signed. They're in the mainstream, not superstars. They're in the mainstream. You know, the average hip-hop fan could be like, oh, I know them, you know, and so on and so forth. Then we got the rare few. From those dozens, we got three, one or three. And I'm going to use the same people I always use when it comes to this. J. Cole, Kendrick, and Drake. They are, they are outliers. They are outliers. They're the greatest at what they do. The greatest legendary. You cannot compare your average rapper to a legendary artist that has an outstanding discographies, you know, everything. Big fan of all three of them. And because the average rapper isn't make, able to make it to the next um, decade, that people are flopping. That's going to describe the state of rap that is, yo, it's on the decline if there's not enough rappers making it to the next next decade. No, it doesn't make sense. And this is going to tag into, you know, shelf life and longevity. Um, with that scenario I brought up, I don't have any hard numbers. I would love to do research on this, on the average lifespan of a rapper, depending on the criteria. What are we judging here? But I think we call agree is about three years. If we look at the, you know, the start of a mumble, uh, mumble rap era, it took about three, four years, right? About three, four years, you started seeing the magic wearing off. People started, you know, whether it's more on the lyrical, whether we're starting to go to rage, whatever the case may be. That trend started dying down. And that's okay. Because out of the hundreds and thousands, hundreds of thousands that we're trying to imitate, where, you know, didn't make it to the hundreds and dozens that were average, above average, to the select few that went mainstream. Select few that went mainstream. And then declined. That was a rare bunch. You don't even see the amount of people that didn't make it. And then you're trying to compare that to, you know, a little Uzi Vert. Who's still relevant? Of course, late 2010s, but it's still relevant. We're not trying to have the entire scene, but Lil Uzi's still here. Playboy Cardi's still here. Lil Yachty, who you could make the argument flopped from, you know, the peak in 2016, 2017 is still here and is still pulling solid numbers and artistically and lyrically, you could say he's at his best for everything he's doing. So I, that's going to wrap up the video as far as flopping. You know, if there's about 40, 50% decrease. That's a flop. If it ain't, they're within that 20% range up and down. You know, they're staying consistent. And, you know, 
not a flop or better than consistent is always having numbers every other project that are higher than the last ones. Now, with that, again, second week comes into play. Third week, Youngboy recently passed J. Cole in RIAA certifications. What does that mean? Basically, when a song goes gold, platinum, that's what it means. He's had 101 of those. It doesn't mean he has 101 separate songs that have achieved gold or platinum. But let's just say one of his singles go five times platinum. That's going to be five RIAA certifications. And Youngboy just passed J. Cole. So this is somebody who, depending on when you became a fan, you could say is somewhat new in the grand scheme of things. We're talking decades from 2010 to 2020. We're trying to go that route. I guess you could say new. He's sort of been here in late 2010s. And then just recently picking up heavy mainstream popularity within the past two, three years. And by the way, Youngboy... More certifications than J. Cole. He isn't doing crazy first week numbers either. He doesn't do crazy first week numbers. But when it comes to just dominance afterwards, you know, his music staying consistently played on top of the YouTube charts, streams going crazy, Youngboy's up there. Now, again, you see how depending on what you choose to decide on, it could be a flop. It couldn't be a flop. I feel there could be an agreeable, you know, consensus between the average hip-hop enthusiasts, because I don't think the average fan is out here studying first week sales like this. But I think we could all agree that, you know, first week sales aren't the end of it. But if something's going wrong, be cautious of it. And at the same time, we're not expecting everybody to be a legend out here. If they here for a couple years, maybe a year and they gone, it's normal. It is what it is. It's nothing wrong with that either. Because, I mean, how many rappers in 2010s are really remembered? Wes Khalifa don't sell stupid crazy. But he's He's easily as remembered as he is influential to, you know, people still discussing him. But that's it for the video. I'm already breaking the 10 minute mark for you guys. I'm As far as YouTube, for my YouTube listeners, I ain't getting no money off this. I just love speaking. My streaming listeners, I appreciate it. Thank you for the support. That's the end of the video.